Welcome back to another edition of the Tony D Podcast, brought to you by Kyle at Caliber Home Loans. If you are looking to refinance your home, now is the time to do it with the latest announcement from the feds. It's time to get it done. These can be the lowest rates we see for 12 plus months. Lower your monthly payment and take cash out for a project called Kyle at Caliber Home Loans, 317-680-6306. Um... So have you seen this forecast for Carp Day and the Indianapolis 500? So Carp Day is 80% chance of rain. Jay Fry told Marshall Pruitt um, basically that they would do the best that they could to get that in. It looks like they'll be able to in the afternoon. And also, um, you know, if they got to move it down from just a two-hour session to a one-hour session, that they would do that as well. Um, race Day 59 and sunny right now. It's going to be cool. Uh, that could make things faster. That could th- make things more racier. Uh, we could certainly hope for that. We've got Buddy Rice, the t- 2004 Indianapolis 500 champion, and Sage Karam, who he spots for coming up on the podcast. But that's going to be interesting to see um, how Carb Day works out for everybody. And uh, hopefully, and it's Indiana. Okay, look, it's Indiana. We know that the weather's going to change probably five more times between now and then and ten more times between now and Sunday for the 500. Um, so hopefully that rain dissipates um, and goes away. Later on today, I'll be on back on 1070, the fan crazy to say. Um, I'll be on with Hammer for the Bet Rivers bet on it segment uh, on the fan. So you'll be able to check that out. I believe that airs from 6 until 7. So there'll be a little betting aspect there. And then uh, on Friday here, we'll have a great episode on on who to bet on, who to fade, um, as we learn a little bit more at the end of that practice session for uh, the final practice session for Carb Day. Uh, Practice qualifying for Indy Pro 2000 and F2000, which, as I talked to with Kevin Lee yesterday with, I'll be spotting for Jay Howard Driver Development. So we'll keep you updated on that throughout the weekend as well. But let's not keep them waiting any longer. Buddy Rice, the 2004 champion, joins us, as well as the driver of the number 24 AES Chevy for Dreyer and Ryan Bold Racing, Sage Karam, with us here shortly. But we'll start with Buddy. Hey, thanks for your time, man. Thanks for having me. Um, you know, I want to go back to 04 because that's kind of my wheelhouse when I was growing up. Uh, let's start with the livery that Graham Rahal unveiled. I'm sure you've had a chance to see it. Uh, pretty cool to see that out on the track. Yeah, I think it's great. Um, it's great to do a throwback and stuff. Um, it's kind of exciting. So it's it's great that they, they were able to do that. I know they did another one of, uh, you know, Bob's uh, liveries for the Miller Lite stuff earlier in the year <clears throat> as well or in the past. So it's uh, it's kind of cool to go do that. Let's go back to 04. I mean, you know, we talk about dominant months that the drivers have had over the last couple of years with winning the pole and winning um, the Grand Prix leading into the 500. You were pretty dominant that month. You had a good piece underneath you. Even despite the rain, you were going to win that race. Have you ever felt a car that way, just where you could put it anywhere you wanted and it was going to be fast? Well, the rules and stuff the way it is at the Speedway is so different. But, I mean, we've had, we had some good cars that year. But to do it at a place with that much history and a bigger race as it, as it is, no, I mean, I hadn't had anything like that. I mean, that was that car was really good. We worked really hard on it, and we rolled in there pretty, you know, really strong. So, obviously, the goal is to win and do stuff, but you never know how that's all going to play out, and a lot of things got to line up for you. But, you know, that that month we had everything kind of clicking and banging on all cylinders. It was a, it was a good run. 
And before we bring on stage here real quick, let me ask you one more thing. We look at the, the level of competition of IndyCar right now. Um, it, it's one of the best that I've ever seen. When I think of level of competition, I go back to 95. Then maybe the early 2000s when you were winning, you know, 03, Scott Dixon emerges. 02 is when Penske kind of came back. How does this field compared to the field that you were running against in 2004? Well, I mean, it's it's extremely tight, right? And, I mean, you see it from week in and week out how close everything is and how hard these guys got to work both the teams and the drivers. And, uh, you know, with running this, this one make chassis and everybody being on the same stuff with the, with the difference of just Honda and Chevy, I mean, it's extremely tight and you got to work really hard and you got to have everything together and to be just perfect. I mean, I think earlier this year, you know, Pato award, you know, he won one race and then he shows up at the next one and they're basically 15th and it's, that's how competitive it is. That's how tight it is. And that's how hard it is. So it's a, uh, it's a, it's great watching and it's great for the sport right now. All right, Sage, did we get those last three outs on MLB The Show? We did. We got – I'm assuming Buddy would go with the Arizona Diamondbacks. Who's your team? Are you a Pirates guy? Are you a Phillies guy? I'm a Yankee guy. Oh, okay. I'm a White Sox guy, and I was playing the other day. I threw two consecutive no-hitters into the eighth inning and then blew it both. Oh, you can't do that. <laughs> so let's go backstage to Sunday real quick, if you don't mind. Um, you've kind of been in that situation before. You safely got in, so outside of just being on the last row, the drama wasn't really there for you. How's your race car heading into Friday's Carb Day practice? Yeah, obviously Sunday was difficult. You know, I, I think uh, well Saturday and Sunday it was uh, it was weird. You know, like I think uh, early in the month we showed great speed. You know, rolling off the truck being P four, and and the next day we were in the top ten as well. So we were pretty stoked about what we had under us. Um, you know, Dryan Reinbold did a great job of, of prepping the car. And, um, you know, I think uh, we knew we had a good race car, but it seemed like it was it was pretty stout running out front on its own as well. So, you know, I think when we were going to Qualtrum, we were thinking we were going to be pretty good. Like, I, I don't think anybody thought, like, in, in the 24 garage that we were going to be in the bottom five. And then, uh, it you know, right when we got the – even on Thursday, we felt good. And then Friday, we got the boost, and it just, like – changed everything like the car balance and and um you know we struggled with that for a while so you know we were doing a lot of qual sims on friday and um you know we had to get the thing into a, a happy little range but um thankfully we got it into the show on sunday and um i gotta stop doing that you know it's it's, uh, <laughs> it's definitely stressful um you know when i did it two years ago i said i don't want to do that again and and then here we are we you know we had to do it all over again but you know we were able to pull through and and do what we had to do so um yeah i, I mean uh the team did a great job just you know staying confident staying staying ready to go and and uh believing and and you know i i never once doubted that we wouldn't make the race and and i don't think they did either so um yeah i'm happy with that and then obviously we had practice right after and the race part was good you know i didn't have any new tires left because i did so many qual runs so mm -hmm. i had to you know, use scrubs, which is fine. Um, but you know, I, I think for what we were on, um, I felt really good. And, um, you know, I think it's going to be a cooler day as it's looking right now for the race, which I think is good for the fans and good for the drivers. I think it, it will make, uh, the cars a bit better in traffic and, and stuff like that. So I think the colder weather is going to give, you know, guys like me and will, um, a better shot at, at mixing it up, getting more, passing done and um you know so i i think we have a good race car or i know we have a good race car we definitely have a better race car than we did qualifying car and um you know even our qualifying car on sunday wasn't that bad
will you go to anybody, let's say Will Power, who's back there with you and say, hey, let's work together these first five to ten laps, take care of each other and move up to the field? Is that a conversation that needs to be had or are you just going by, on your own? Um, I, I mean, Will's, I, I, Will's smart enough. Like, I, I don't think, you know, he's experienced enough to he's not going to try anything really crazy. I don't think like on the first couple of laps, like I don't think you're going to see um, Will trying to, you know, make up five spots in turn one mm-hmm. by any means. Um, I, I think he's experienced enough and, and, and knows what he, yeah, I mean, he's won this race, so he knows what he's got to do to win this race. I think he's going to try and just get through turn one as I think all of us are. Um, you know, was, he was joking with me the other day about, this will be the first time going into turn one where he doesn't have to worry about being rear ended. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, you know, I think, uh, I think he's just kind of trying to get through turn one and, and it is, you know, it, it is strange being that far back, you know, you don't have air at all. And, um, you know, it's going to feel weird for him. So, so I'm thinking he'll be cautious and he'll probably just fall in line and, um, whether, whether he's in front of me or I'm behind him, I think, uh, we both know that that both of us have fast race cars. You know, we were first and fourth on day one of practice. So um, I think either way, you know, whichever way it, it works out after the first lap, I think the plan would be to try and follow each other through. But um, I mean, we haven't spoke about it like that. But I mean, yeah, I, I think I, I think we will. <laughs> yeah, yeah, buddy. Let me ask you this: How difficult? How hectic um, in the spotter stand? is it um, to navigate through traffic, but especially that first lap where everybody's kind of in a hornet's nest? Yeah, it's hard because, <clears throat> like Sage was saying, there's no air back there, and then you're trying to keep him aware of all the stuff going on around him. And as you start to move up and you're in the middle, you know, you got cars on both sides and then front and back. So there's a there's a lot going on there, and you're just trying to give him as much information. And I think it's helpful that I've been in that spot, so I think you can – I can relate a little bit better than most of those guys. So you, you kind of give them the information they want and how they like it. And, you know, just try to just try to get through that first lap or so. Sage, how important is the chemistry between you and Buddy um, and your other spotters just to get through um, that first lap? But, but really also there's times for any driver where there's frustration, where you get pissed off, where you're impatient. But then there's other times, you know, the highs and lows over 500 miles are very difficult to have a guy like Buddy Rice in your ear, Dennis Reinbold, who, who, who are both calm during this uh, to kind of help you work your way up to the field. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously me and Buddy, we talk a lot and, um, you know, he sees a lot, you know, he sees more than, than anybody, you know, from the pit stand or, or whatever, you know, so he's up, he's up there and he, he can see what guys are doing, what's working for others. And, and, you know, maybe things that I could be doing better and, and, you know, he can point those things out. So, I mean, obviously the chemistry, there has to be good chemistry there. Um, and, you know, like you said, things, it's a 500 mile race, so there's going to be excitement and there's going to be frustration all along the way. Um, but, you know, you got to keep it positive as much as you can and, and um, get through tough situations. Um, obviously communication is key, you know, from spotter to driver. Um, you know, I, I think, from how I drive, I I've always been more quiet. Like I, I don't talk too much unless I get really fired up and, mm-hmm. and then I'm, I'm pretty vocal, but um, you know, and then like information wise, like I'm not asking for a lot of information either. I'm just kind of 
driving and figuring stuff out. But if he sees something that, you know, is pretty obvious, you know, he'll tell me and, and I'll try and work on it. Um, but yet, I mean, obviously the first few laps, it's, it's pretty hectic. So, you know, we got to have good communication and, uh, you know, but it's also goes in the sense where I got to be aware as well. You know, I mean, he can only see so much and has to deal with so many things. And I know that, and it can get really, really difficult. So I got to also just really be aware and, um, you know, know what I got to do. Buddy Rice, the 2004 champion with us, as well as Sage Karen, both from Dry and Rainbow Racing. Uh, Sage, I saw the flat bill. Is that a throwback to uh, Buddy Rice back in 04? Yeah, it's a Buddy Rice look. <laughs> I mean, I, if you weren't going to the track in the early 2000s with the Argent Mortgage Honda flat bill, what were you going to the track for? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I, 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 uh, I, I don't know why I got a flat bill, actually. I just... <laughs> I kind of just was like, yeah, I want like a fitted hat. And I, I that's just kind of what came. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll ask you guys both this too, because the conditions that we saw during race trim and practice, it was, it was hot. The sun was out. There was a lot of wind blowing you down the back straightaway. Looks like it's going to cool down on, on Sunday a little bit for the race. What adjustments will you make on Friday heading into Sunday? And what adjustments throughout 500 miles are you making on your car? Um, well, I think the core of the track, obviously the more, the more grip. Um, so I think that's going to play into the hands of everybody, you know, not just us, but everybody's going to feel a bit more comfortable. Um, you know, we've been running pretty high downforce and, and race trim. And, uh, I think with it being a bit cooler, you're not going to need all of that. You know, you're going to just naturally get some, some grip from the weather. So, Mm-hmm. You're, it, I think it's going to be interesting. I think you're going to see a lot of like a mixed bag of, of what people have on cars, um, you know, you know, wicker sizes and wing angles and, 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 and what, you know, what have you. I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be a mixed bag and I'm sure you're going to see guys that are starting at the front that are pretty trimmed out, you know, for like a race. Um, and then you're going to see guys at the back further on in the back, um, packing on a little bit more downforce early in the race, just because, you know, you're going to need whatever you can get to, to get through some people. So, um, but you don't want to have too much. Cause like I said, it, it's going to be a cooler day. The air is going to be thicker and it's just, you know, if you have too much, you're going to be too slow in a straight line and, and you're not going to be able to pass. So it's a really fine line of, of nailing it. You know, I don't think we, we really drove on a track this cold yet. So mm-hmm. I don't think really anybody knows, you know, I think carb day is going to, going to be a bit cooler so hopefully we can learn something there and try some things there and, and get it comfortable for sunday buddy rice and sage Karam joining us here on the podcast hey guys thanks so much for your time good luck this sunday in the 150 indianapolis 500 and we'll uh, we'll all catch up soon awesome there with the 2004 champion buddy rice and sage Karam. big shout out to tom blattler for getting that set up for me i'm um, looking forward to seeing what sage can do from the back of the field look we know that he's aggressive and exciting and he will go for it um, and I got to I got to think that him and Will Power are two guys you you're going to want to keep your eye on throughout the day on Sunday. And even Simona starting in that back row as well. She's got the Penske power underneath her, as we know. Um, and hopefully those three can work together to move their way up to um, the front of the field. It's going to be difficult. But like we said, with those cooler conditions, we will see what happens. Got to thank the UPS store on Oleo Road, Doug Gard, my good buddy. Um, if you're looking to print, ship, or anything when it comes to office supplies, 
please check out the UPS store on Oleo Road in Fishers. Check out the smiling faces at the UPS store in Fishers off Oleo Road right in front of the Kroger. I know Doug is excited and ready to go for the Indianapolis 500 coming up this weekend. Thanks for listening again. Thanks to everybody who is supporting my podcast and listening uh, regularly. I can't thank you guys enough. Uh, we'll have some more things coming up on Carb Day. I'm going to talk about the Falling Warehouse where I'm going to work at. I think it's somebody, something that you will love. I will give you the story of that. We're going to have the owner on next week and how it all started, but we'll give you the rundown of that coming up on the Carb Day podcast coming up on Friday. Thanks for listening, and can't wait to see you out at the track.